Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The holiday season is officially here. When you're a kid, there's only one day a year more special than any other day. And that day is Christmas. So let's get our bake on. We're not even married to bacon is the name. It could be Baketacular or Bakes Caliber or Master Bakers. Absolutely not. Okay. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, December 2nd. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. We finally know more about HBO's scrapped Game of Thrones spinoff. According to a new book, Tenderbox, HBO's Ruthless Pursuit of New Frontiers by James Andrew Miller, the network spent more than $30 million on the pilot for a fantasy prequel series starring Naomi Watts that ultimately was not picked up to series. HBO did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. In the book, former Warner Media chairman Bob Greenblatt said he saw a cut of the prequel pilot a few months after he started with the company and says he told HBO chief content officer Casey Bloys, quote, This just doesn't work and I don't think it delivers on the premise of the original series. And he didn't disagree, which actually was a relief. So we unfortunately decided to pull the plug on it. There was enormous pressure to get it right and I don't think it would have worked. In a new interview with EW for our Awardist podcast, Lady Gaga looks back on one of her first acting roles, Girl at Swimming Pool Number 2, on Season 3, Episode 9 of HBO's The Sopranos, and she says she knows, quote, exactly what I did wrong in that scene. I didn't know how to listen in a scene. I was supposed to laugh, and it was sort of like, cue laugh. I see it, and I go, oh, that is not a real laugh. Things have certainly changed a lot for her as an actress. She received an Oscar nomination for her performance in A Star is Born, and she is earning rave reviews for House of Gucci in theaters now. A new kind of history was just made on Jeopardy! On Tuesday night's show, contestant Amy Schneider became the first openly transgender contestant to qualify for the show's special Tournament of Champions. The history-making moment came after Schneider won five consecutive games and claimed the title of 10-day champion with a total of $380,200. While Schneider is not the first trans contestant to become a champion on the show, she's the first contestant to make it to the highest level of competition. And Tommy Lane, an actor and stuntman best known for his roles in the popular 80s films Shaft and Live and Let Die, died Monday following a battle with COPD. He was 83 years old. Lane was a fixture in several films in the 70s and 80s, including Cotton Comes to Harlem, Seamus, and Eureka, along with his big breakouts, Shaft and Live and Let Die. In Shaft, he played the character of Leroy, who gets thrown out a window in the titular character's Times Square office. In Live and Let Die, he made a lasting impression as Adam, a henchman who chased Roger Moore's James Bond in a speedboat. 
For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Now, it is time to crown our number three pick as Queen of the Universe. Or, sorry, that should have been time to crown our number three pick, Queen of the Universe. That is the title of the new singing competition series from Paramount+, Plus, which will see 14 drag queens from around the world sing their wigs off to vie for a $250,000 cash prize. Graham Norton will host while a quote-unquote pop diva panel of judges, including drag race judge and seduction songstress Michelle Visage, actress and singer Vanessa Williams, Grammy nominee Leona Lewis, and drag superstar Trixie Mattel critique the contestants' vocal skills, musicianship, and, of course, star quality. And let it be known, there will be no lip-syncing on this show. Here's a preview. This is it! The first all-drag, all-singing competition that is truly out of this world. 14 global drag queens. Namaste. Bonjour. Repping red, white, and blue. I conquered Mexico. Next, El Universo. One international singing competition. An all-star panel of judges. Welcome, our pop diva panel. There is something when a veteran drag queen takes a stage. Are you calling me old? <laughs> well, there will be many veteran drag queens taking the stage on this show, including drag race icon Jujubee, American Idol alum Ada Vox, and a Danish performer named Betty Bitchslap. We... Love that for her. Speaking of Drag Race, tune in to VH1 at 8 p.m. tonight for the reveal of the Season 14 cast. And in the meantime, you can stream the Queen of the Universe premiere right now on Paramount+. Plus. Number two. Now, a new Santa Claus is coming to town with our number two pick, HBO Max's Santa Inc., but don't let the stop-motion animation and Christmassy title fool you. This holiday gift is strictly for adults only. Sarah Silverman stars as an elf named Candy Smalls, who throws herself into the North Pole's political ring to try to take over as Santa Claus, much to the chagrin of the current Kris Kringle, voiced by Seth Rogen. To become the world's first woman Santa, Candy must wade through the boys' club and maybe some yellow snow, too. But despite the hurdles, Candy is determined to make change. Or, as she says, die trying. Ho, ho, ho. Here's a preview. I'm here from the North Pole Times. Have you decided who will succeed you as Santa Claus? Subtext, Santa's old and knocking on death's door. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, good, good question. I'll give it some serious thought. Ha, ha, ho, 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 bye. There have been many Santa Clauses throughout history. Some were loved, others loathed. But the position of Santa has mostly been a white man's game. Exactly, it's crazy. Things have got to change. My advice to you is, oh, if I die, get rid of my pool! You know, sometimes it's fun to throw a little bit of coal into all the holiday sweetness. Santa Inc., also starring Nicholas Braun, Craig Robinson, and Beck Bennett, among others, is now streaming on HBO Max. 
It's trivia time. Santa Inc. star Seth Rogen is slated to voice what classic Nintendo character in the upcoming Super Mario Brothers movie? Bowser, Donkey Kong, or Wario? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. And now we've got another holiday treat for our number one pick, Baking It. Maya Rudolph and Andy Samberg host the latest baking competition series, which sees two-person teams of talented home bakers face off in various themed challenges, while also celebrating their culinary holiday traditions. Their treats will be judged by four opinionated grandmothers who happen to be fantastic bakers themselves, while Rudolph and Samberg lead the festivities and provide comedic and even musical commentary on the action. Eat your heart out, great British baking show. Here's a preview. What are you making? Pudding three ways. I did a lot of those in college. Pudding three ways. Now our judges are here to do what grandmothers do best. Judge you because they love you and think you can do better. <laughs> it's great. Delicious. Uh, so good. I don't agree with you on that one. What, you don't I think it's on? undercooked. The grandchildren tell me all the time, oh, grandma, you shouldn't say that. And I just say, tough I want a cake that makes me go, what? And then, <laughs> Time to get dirty. I love the holidays, and that's what baking is all about. It brings people together. I could not be left alone with this cake, because I know what I do with king cakes at home. We don't. I am calling it right now. Those grandmas are shaping up to be the MVPs of this show. Of course, Sandberg and Rudolph are no slouch themselves. I recently spoke to the two SNL alums about the grandmas, how baking it compares to their experience of live sketch comedy, and a lot more. Have a listen. You know what I love here? Okay, you've got, what, eight teams of two, and they are competing in these various challenges where they're not just showing off their skills, but also their traditions, which I think makes this pretty unique among the large landscape of baking shows. Agreed. And it is really um, impressive to see how many people have, you know, especially with either siblings or, or married couples or, or um, uh, uh, father, son, uh, mother, daughter experiences. There's quite a, quite a bit of tradition and so much, so, so, so many different traditions that I was expecting. I was very blown away by their skill level. By the way, if anybody can like bake, that to me is like, the most impressive thing, but some of these t teams were so skilled at what they do, and it's just like something they turn out for their families every year. It's mm. pretty unbelievable. These are four real-life grandmas who are also bakers. Nana Harriet, Grandma Ann, Gigi Sherry, and Bubby Norma. They, I don't know how you guys got through a shoot with them because they look, they are just so funny and, and obviously very skilled themselves. Yeah, they're they're pretty wild. That group, uh, that group likes that group. That group get gets loose. 
You know, a lot of people don't know this, but there was actually going to be a fifth grandma. But do you know what happened? She got run over by. She a got run over by a reindeer. Hey. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Hoping there's um, a delay on the Zoom and uh, I yeah. said it at the exact same time. <laughs> I think you did. I think it's the Zoom delay. You said it same time. <laughs> Yeah, but no, they're so much fun. I love that that's a great new uh, twist on this kind of show. But here's what I really wanna know. What is more scary, performing uh, live sketch comedy or or hosting a show like this? There is definitely a different buzz to uh, performing live sketch comedy. The only thing that I've, I didn't find anything about this show scary at all, but I don't like to see people leave. Like that always mm. just bums me out. So that was the only hard part was the like, if I had to choose like, what was the bummer? It's like watching people leave sucks. Like, I hate that. I hate Making conversation and like asking people about their personal lives doing this was probably harder for me. But that said, and grain of salt, I wasn't really in the live show that much at SNL. I was a pre-take Charlie. I mean, you're not wrong, but no, I mean, you're, you're certainly in plenty of the live show. That's, yeah. that's not true. Okay, so then is there something that surprised you about a production like this that maybe you weren't even like thinking, oh, of course, this is how a show like this is made? Well, I had not been privy to any of that. Yeah, I felt like we were way more involved than I anticipated or expected in just sort of like you know, how do they choose? What what do they base it on? All that stuff was like, uh, this is stressful. I didn't, didn't expect that. And yeah, just seeing people in real time making these things, you know, with the timer going, it was very intense. There was- Also just, yeah, like the scale of it and like finding out the size of the culinary team working on the show and like oh, yeah. the huge kitchen behind the scenes. That very cool. A lot of people working really hard and doing beautiful work and it was cool. It was cool to be a part of. Very cool. It's a world that endlessly amazes me, inspires me, fascinates me, and makes me, I, I'm always in awe of people like this culinary team who are just so incredibly skilled. It's it's a true art form. It's pretty cool. So if the two of you were to compete as a team on a show like this, how would you fare? I would throw them under the bus immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and I would enjoy that. And I really think all of you who enjoy baking and culinary competitions will like this show. And by the way, Andy mentioned those pre-taped sketches he did at SNL. Well, there's a very famous holiday-themed one that's probably entering your YouTube rotation right about now, you know, involving something in a box. When you're done watching that, you can stream the full first season of Baking It over on Peacock. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Seth Rogen is slated to voice what classic Nintendo character in the upcoming Super Mario Brothers movie? Bowser, Donkey Kong, or Wario? Don't go bananas if you didn't get this one right. The answer is Donkey Kong. Jack Black will voice Bowser in the movie, while Chris Pratt and Charlie Day are set to play Mario and Luigi respectively. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall.